Welcome to the Police and Fire Law Podcast. My name is Tom Raja. I am an attorney serving and protecting those that serve and protect us. I will be discussing issues affecting police and firefighters. Please remember that the information I discuss here is for informational purposes only, and you should not rely upon it for specific legal advice. Welcome, everybody, to Episode 4. This is called uh, the Quildro Episode, Qualified Illinois Domestic Relations Order, and I'm going to talk about retirement benefits being divided as a result of a divorce proceeding and how that impacts the pension board trustees and what your job duties are when you get a quildro. Uh, first, we'll talk about you know what a quildro is. Really, it's an order directing the pension board to divide the retirement benefit to both the payor, which is the police or firefighter, and to the alternate payee, which is now going to be the divorced spouse. So the quildro process starts generally with the board receiving a request from the member for information about their retirement benefit. At that point, then, the Illinois Pension Code, Article 1, specifically dealing with quildro, indicates that the board is required to provide information to the parties, which would include the amount of accumulated contributions, the date the individual entered the pension plan, as well as the expected retirement date. After the information is provided, it's up to the individual member to get a quildro back to the pension board. And what the statute provides is that the board must receive a certified copy of the quildro, a $50 processing fee, and if the individual was a member of the fund prior to July 1st of 1999, then he must also provide a consent to issue a quildro. It's important to note that the consent to issue a quildro, as well as the quildro order itself, those forms are contained in Article 1 of the Pension Code. So it's right in the statute. You can go there and pull up the exact form that you need to file uh, with the courts and eventually with the pension board. Once the board receives the quildro, that's really the order of the court telling the pension board exactly how the benefits must be divided between the payor and the alternative payee. Um, so when you receive the quildro, what the board has to do is notify the member and the alternative payee that the court order was received, whether or not it's a valid quildro, and if it's not valid, the board must inform the alternative payee and the member why the order was not valid. Quildros can come in a couple of forms. One is the order will have the specific amounts that are paid to the payor and the alternate payee, but 95% of the orders come in on a percentage basis. Let's say you know 50% to be paid to the member, 50% to be paid to the alternative payee. In those cases, the statute indicates that if a quildro is on a percentage basis and the member is retired, then the board must provide a couple of different things to the payor and the alternative payee. One, they have to give the retirement effective date. They have to indicate when the benefit will commence and the gross amount of the distributions, as well as a need for a quildro calculation order. The quildro calculation order specifically tells the board the amount that each party is expected to be paid from the board. Now, the second order that you might get will be also on a percentage basis, and that's when the member has not yet retired and is still working for the police or fire department. 
In that situation, the board is required to notify the alternative payee and the member the date that the member entered the fund, the gross amount of the calculations, and the date of the potential retirement of the, of the member if it's known at that time. And again, the need for a Quildro calculation order. And like the Quildro itself, the calculation order must also be accompanied by a $50 processing fee uh, payable to the pension board. And that's really the Quildro process in a nutshell. Now, there are some caveats in the pension code that I think are important to mention. One is, is that the first payment must be made at least 30 days after receipt of the Quildro and the Quildro calculation order. Another important concept is that the board has no obligation to verify calculations that are within the calculation order or whether the calculation order is in accordance with the Quildro that was agreed to between the parties. Um, also important is that the pension board, its attorney, nor the uh, IDOI may render legal advice about the division of marital assets, and a Quildro does not affect the law as it pertains to the division of marital assets. Uh, essentially what that Quildro is is an order to the board saying pay this person X amount of dollars, pay the member X amount of dollars, and that's what you're required to do. So as long as you have a valid Quildro, a valid calculation order, the member has paid the processing fee, um, generally speaking, the board is on solid legal ground to pay out in accordance with that Quildro. Now, there's a few things that a Quildro does not apply to when it c comes to benefits. A Quildro will not be applied to survivor benefits, will not be applied to disability benefits, life insurance benefits, or health insurance benefits. And then finally, it is up to the alternative payee to be responsible to keep a valid address on file with the board. The pension board, by statute, is not required to search for the alternative payee other than to send notice to the alternative payee's last known address. So I hope I've been able to give you at least a better understanding of what a cool draw order is, what's required, and how that operates when it comes into the pension fund from a member. Thank you for listening to the Police and Fire Law Podcast. Please subscribe to hear more episodes. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Police and Fire Law. Or finally, you could visit us at our website, policefirelaw.com. I've been Tom Raja, hoping all of you stay safe out there.